What's up? How's your day going? Oh, it has been a lazy Sunday so far. How's yours? Mine has been lazy, but well, no, not really. It's been amazing. My family was in town this weekend. My mom, my sister, my niece, and my nephew. Oh my gosh, I bet that has been so fun. Oh, I have so much to tell you about it. Like, I have the coolest story to tell you. I can't wait to hear Okay. Okay. So welcome to Tea and Tarot. I'm Kate the Brave. And I'm Jordan. And we're psychic mediums who are living life and just learning as we go. (laughs) Amen. We always have a seat open for you. So pull up a chair and I'll get the kettle brewing and we'll be back and talk about the amazingness. And don't forget we're channeling today. Baby, we're back. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> what if I sang super, like, what if I was an amazing singer, but it was super bass? Would you be so surprised? Um, I would love it. I love, there's a girl I follow on TikTok who, like, sings all these songs in, like, this beautiful alto range, and uh, it just has my whole heart. I love alto. It's gorgeous. Man. Well, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me about your weekend. Okay. So my mom, my sister, and then my niece and my nephew all came into town um, to help celebrate Noah's birthday. She's turning four on Wednesday. I cannot believe that. Oh, my God. She's been alive for four years. And she really made an entrance, like, she it was seems a, like just yesterday. Girl, she was not even supposed to be alive for one month, and here she is four years later. I just remember texting you, like, just checking in casually, like, hey, girl, because I knew, like, you know, you were pregnant and getting ready in the nearest future to have a baby, and you were like, Noah came. I was like, What? oh can I tell the story yes okay so my daughter Noah is the most beautiful butterfly in all the land and I went into one of my doctor's appointments it was me and my son Atlas who was three no he was five at the time he was five at the time so it was me and Atlas it was my one of my last appointments they were supposed to do the where they wrap your belly and they like monitor the baby's heart so we were laying there and I was like how cool is this Atlas like you get to hear your sister's heart like listen to this and then it just went silent it was just quiet for just like I don't know like too long and then it started beeping and it was like boom boom like slow And then the alarm on the monitor was going off. And so that was crazy. And then Atlas was like, what's that noise? And he's five years old, guys. I can't be like, you know, like I have to hold it together. So I just told him, I was like, oh, I don't know. The monitor's just making this weird noise. I, Who knows? Maybe the battery needs changed. And so then the doctor comes in and she's like, maybe try laying on your side because sometimes when you're on the back like they don't move as much and I was like okay 
And so I laid on my side and then she started, it, I don't know, like the heart started beating a little bit faster, but not so much. And so then they're like, well, let's do an ultrasound and see what's happening. Well, girl, we're in the ultrasound. And she was like, oh, wow, she has a really long um, umbilical cord. And I was like, yeah. Well, I didn't say, yeah, I was just like, oh, okay, just trying to figure out what's happening. <laughs> And um, she's just being nice and like, she's talking to me. Nobody made me feel like scared at all, which looking back, I'm like, well, that's probably their job because if my heart starts racing, like it's even worse for the baby. Right. But um, I guess I was really tricked by it because I was like, this is fine. And so, <laughs> but I knew in the back of my head because I kept telling Atlas, I was like, hey, I think we're going to get to meet your sister today. Isn't that so exciting? I can't <laughs> wait to meet your sister. I think she's coming today. And sure enough, they like rushed me to the OR. There was an emergency C-section, which also was so such a crazy experience. So as I said, it was me and Atlas and we get there and I'm like, what well, like, can he go back there with me? What can I do? I just have Atlas. <sighs> And the nurses were like, well, no, it's fine. You can just keep them at the desk and, and we'll wait. And so everybody was fine. So they took me back to the room. I like was trying to stare at the door Atlas the whole time while they're like ripping my clothes off of me, ripping my shoes off of me, slipping like the gown over me, laying me in bed, hooking me up with all this like IVs. It was, it went so quickly. It was insane it was so quick That's and so crazy yes girl it was like it was so much at one time so finally she was born hooray she survived and what had happened was her umbilical cord was wrapped around her neck six times oh my god I didn't realize it was that many times yeah and I remember whenever they pulled her out I heard the doctor counting ah Oh, God, there is a ghost on the ladder out here. Please leave. Oh. Thank you. Somebody was very invested in your story time. Yeah, actually, she was. That was terrifying. <sighs> so anyways, she survived. And we became known as the baby with the cord wrapped around her neck six times. <laughs> That's obscene. Like, I've heard, I've never heard of that that many times. I was really sad because I had a C-section before and I couldn't see what was happening. I, I watched it like in the light above me and I thought it was so interesting. So for Noah, I was like, please let me watch. Please let me watch. Please let me watch. And the doctor was going to let me, but now then I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> because chaos. Yeah, chaos ensued. She was born into chaos and she's still chaos. Uh, I can't believe that was four years ago. Me neither. So her birthdays are a little more special, I think. Yeah, because she's already outlived everyone's expectations. And she is a true little firecracker. Like, she lives it every day, which is the coolest thing to see. Whenever she was in the NICU, it was flu season, so they weren't letting, like, any visitors in. So Atlas didn't get to see her until she was out of the NICU, which took a week. But while she was there, he was so cute. 
he got her a Wonder Woman action figure and they were like he said that he got it for her because she's strong like Wonder Woman that's so he is like the sweetest purest hearted little boy I've ever met oh I know and when we first found out we were pregnant with her he knew it was going to be a girl you gotta trust that childlike intuition mm-hmm. he told everybody at his daycare he was like I'm gonna have a sister <laughs> and I didn't know I didn't know he was telling everybody this so I went to go pick him up and all the teachers were like oh my god <coughs> congratulations I didn't know it was a girl I was like yeah me neither I'm just like five weeks pregnant like <laughs> <laughs> he knew. it was so funny So yeah, thanks for letting me tell that story. <laughs> oh, I love it. And it, it really does like set up like the whole celebration. So how did you celebrate this weekend? Oh yeah. Okay. So everybody came into town and we just hung out. Um, at, It so happened that on Friday, Atlas's school had this uh, fiesta because it's fiesta in San Antonio right now. So his school had a little fiesta thing on, no, no, on Saturday. So we went to that on Saturday. The kids all got to play. My mom and my sister got to see them playing. They all got their pictures taken with H.E. Buddy um, and the Chick-fil-A cow. They won a shit ton of prizes. Like, it was such a good time. And what makes me feel really good is when Atlas's friends hang out with us, like they're just part of the family. So while we were there, we ran into one of his friends that we it's not like they hang out outside of school like at all they were paired together at a zoo trip one time but it's been a while so we saw him there and then he just ended up joining us and it was just I don't know it just felt really nice I loved it that sounds beautiful <sighs> it was so then we did that okay this morning is the story I need to tell you about we went and we ate at Snooze AM Eatery. Have you ever heard of that place? I feel like I've heard of it, but I've never been. Holy shit. It is so, it was the most delicious, fantastic experience. So we mm. were originally supposed to go to one restaurant. And I also think that it was a very like divine, divinely guided thing. That's why I'm like so excited to tell you. So we were supposed to go to this one restaurant, Tommy's, and they're closed now on Sundays, even though it's not po- posted on the website or anything. So we get there and then we have to find a new place to eat. And then my mom suggested Snooze, which I've been dying to try anyways, because it's like a popular brunch place here. So I was like, oh yeah, I've been wanting to go there. Oh my God, Jordan. my I felt so spoiled. I had eggs benedict. I had a mm. Palo, uh, Paloma mimosa type drink. <clears throat> the kids had like hot chocolate, pancakes. It was like a feast. That sounds incredible. It was so good. And our waitress was like amazing. And I wish that I had gotten her name. So I don't know her name, but man she was amazing and the whole time we were sitting there I was like man I think I need to tell her about high tea 
so she like it's getting close to time to go I go to the car because I have flyers that I made so proud of myself thank you and then I catch her and I'm like hey I'm not sure if you're into stuff like this but like here I have this event coming up I'm a psychic medium we're gonna paint with our auras like it's gonna be an amazing amazing time and I was like so I don't know if you're into it and she was like actually I'm very into tarot I just I she was like I don't read but I get my cards read I just had my cards read the other day or something she said and she's like but I think that you knew that and I was like I think that I did too listen just one second because I don't know who this lady is but she like comes and goes to eavesdrop well you can listen but I just don't bother me please okay so so anyways she's like but I think you knew that and I was like man I think I did too and I wanted to tell her I wanted to ask her if she got the hanged man in her tarot reading because I'm pretty sure she got the hanged man in her tarot reading and I'm pretty sure I was supposed to give her a message about it but I really cock blocked myself (laughs) but oh yeah okay and then a few hours later I had a ticket purchased for the event and I'm I hope it's her that would be the coolest that is like yeah you're right it was meant to be I know I think I need to teach her how to read tarot oh that's incredible girl I can't even tell you so yeah there's my story (laughs) that's it's a full-time gig because you really can't like turn it off and on and it's the coolest when you get to like go out into like the wild and interact with people and be like, oh, like you actually need this. And then for it to be like received so well, it's just like perfect. Yes. Well, last time ugh, I went to the Alamo with a friend of mine and there was a, a gentleman there and I knew that he needed a reading. It was like his old war buddy and um we like introduced the idea and he was totally not receptive at all and it was like so embarrassing I I don't know like I hated it <laughs> so now I mean, I'm so that's hesitant always the risk you run but it's that's like also part of the struggle like you have to decide because some people just are not open to that so like yeah. is it worth the potential awkwardness so it must have been really important for her to hear that message because social anxiety be damned like you did it I just I don't know what it was but I really connected to her I was like dang I need to talk to you more I think Uh, I'm very proud of you that's super exciting thank you I'll pat myself on the back (laughs) oh yeah what's new with you I am honestly just trying to recover from whatever I did to my back like two weeks ago it has I feel like a muscle strain or something but it's been really uncomfortable and I've been having to do a lot of traveling I've had to travel back and forth to Dallas the last two weekends so it's been uh an interesting time and I haven't really given myself the space to recover because on top of that you know last week we're talking about my big competition was um Thursday of this last week so I was going like zero to 100, but now that that's done and the kids did fantastic. I'm so, 
so proud of them. Tell me, I, tell me everything. Tell me everything. They killed it. So they gave a beautiful performance. I could not be more proud. They got um, excellent ratings on stage, which is like not what they were hoping for. They were hoping for superior, but I they played music harder than most of the people there and they really like rose to the occasion so I was very proud of them and then they went into the sight reading room where they performed a brand new piece that they learned in seven minutes and they were able to receive superior ratings from all three of their judges in there so we got to bring some hardware home and we got to celebrate and like even though I know they were a little disappointed with how it all came to be, I think they're very proud of their performance. It was something I tried to instill into them that music is objective and not everyone's going to love what you do. So there's a chance that your judges may not love it. But as long as you feel good about that performance, then who cares what those judges say? That's a 10-minute snapshot into your whole life and all the challenges you've had to overcome. And it has never been more true than this year. I really am proud of them despite what the rating said on the paper they I feel like absolutely killed it and the compliments I got from so many people just like confirms that they really did do very well so I'm very proud of them okay a that's amazing I love that you told that like about that snapshot moment because I feel like that's so applicable to everybody and so many things like we're all so worried about what people think about us or just like we were talking about, like telling somebody that they have a message or things like that. Like we're being embarrassed just to be who you are. So I love that you're an advocate of that now so that they can like continue hearing that in their mind as they continue to go through things that are even harder for them. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I tell them all the time, like, you're not gonna probably do band forever and even if you do like it's not it's just a part of who you are so my goal is to help you be good people more than anything else like if you can play your b flat scale superb but if you're a good person who has empathy and compassion especially for yourself which is so hard when you're 13 like it's a whole different ball game for you (sighs) I love that Plus, like you said, like music really is, I mean, it's art. So everybody's going to take it differently. We don't all like the same music genres. Yeah, that's why I hate the contest in itself. Like, I understand, obviously, that there has to be some sense of regulation to justify because that's all education is about. But Mm -hmm. I really do hate the, like, numbering and like grading of something that is really very objective I wish that they would do a whole overhaul on our education system (laughs) it needs it bad well we'll see if they keep uh, poking public teachers they might not have an option but to rehaul public education but I feel like I get on the soapbox every couple of weeks make sure you're invested even if you don't have kids in your community make sure you're invested in what's going on in your schools because unfortunately right now especially in texas it's not just educational issues that are up to bad there are human rights issues that we're having to fight every single day because we have politicians who value a vote more than 
a young person's mental well-being or even physical well-being so keep yourself informed um I'm getting close to being ready to channel I feel like oh I'm so excited I'm like starting to sway so we talked about on our podcast last week we talked about a little bit about channeling um we talked about the process from everybody oh oh, what just happened to the screen that was so scary it you just you said you literally said I think I'm getting ready to channel and then you froze on me for like a minute oh my god that gave me a literal heart attack I glanced down because I heard (laughs) I glanced down because I heard you gasp or like breathe and I glanced down and it didn't even look like your picture on the screen. Like, I don't even know who that, <coughs> who that was. That scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Being a psychic medium, it's great and it's wonderful helping people. But my God, it is so scary sometimes. You've really got to work up your like comfortability with the unexplained. I'm nervous that it when I channel it's not going to record because the audio just messed up and it was getting like close maybe you need to make sure you protect yourself one more time before you start okay let me do that let me pause this okay we're back (laughs) That was necessary. We, so, okay. Back to what I was saying. We talked about channeling on the last week's episode. For me, when I get started, um, I tend to start to sway either uh, front to back or side to side. It just kind of depends. And it really just starts out like pretty subtle. Like I don't even notice until I'm like, I don't know, until somehow my attention is brought to it. And so once I start swaying, then I'm like, okay, somebody wants to channel. And then because you have autonomy over your energy, your body, your mind, all of it, then I decide, am I willing to channel right now? Yes or no. And I will say, I'm not ready to channel yet. Come back later. Or please come to me in a different way or something like that. Or, you know, or, okay, I'm ready to channel. And then... I have to record myself because I don't even know what I say while I'm channeling. I can, am uh, like, like I hear everything. What's the best way to describe this? You know how when you dream sometimes and you're like aware of what's happening in your dreams, but then you wake up and you're like, wait, what, what happened? Like I barely remember. Mm-hmm. That is what it is like for me. As a matter of fact, that's how my dreams are for me, really especially when I feel like I'm astral projecting. It's that like, it goes away so quickly, that clarity. So I feel like with channeling, like you're getting the message like loud and clear, but you're so deeply like into receiving that message in its purest form that like, you don't even know what it is you're saying. It's like when you have something playing in the background, you know, like you kind of hear it, but you really aren't paying like your full attention. So you don't get the full message. You're so deeply involved in like hearing and receiving that message that it's hard for you to know what you're saying. Yes. So 
So that is what was beginning to happen. But whenever you channel, like you really are opening yourself to, <coughs> excuse me, to risks and, um, sorry, I thought I saw something, but it was an airplane. You really are opening yourself to anything. You can have anybody come through when you're open. So you really have to make sure that you are spiritually strong enough to channel, um, are able to clearly set your boundaries and, I don't know, and execute that and follow through with it. Like, you can't be afraid. Mm-hmm. It's stern. Yes. So while I was, like, trying to connect now, um, just things got crazy. So the, like, the, I can't even think straight right now. <laughs> You tell the story. <laughs> well, so it started with it, like we literally haven't had any connected connectivity issues at all. Not so. at all. Then the screen froze as soon as you're like, I think I'm ready to channel. Literally after you said that phrase, frozen. And then there was somebody behind you messing with your pigtails. I was like, no, no, no. So she had to like her stage and she had to really lay her boundaries. Like if you're not part of my team, if you are not part of my spirit guides, you cannot be here. And she had to really let it like all fill the whole backyard because it's like, not like, no, you can't be right here. Beside. It's like talking to little kids. You have to be specific. You can't say like, go set that down and then not be surprised if they set it on the floor. You yes. have to be like, go set that down on the table. So you have to be like, get out of my face like you have to leave this premises you can't hang out in the corner you can't go in the house this whole area is protected and you cannot be here it's hard sometimes especially for me because I really do get scared I feel like easily um just because having somebody in my personal space is one of my biggest fears the movie strangers I cannot watch that movie again it's terrifying it is so I get scared which makes me feel like afraid sometimes to speak up for myself but there's nobody else to advocate for you you are going to be the oh they're really around now because you're yawning Mm -hmm. (laughs) um you're the only one who can advocate for yourself in your space so don't be afraid and they might not go away at first tonight they didn't go away right right away they stepped back and that was it it took some convincing. Yeah. <clears throat> and let me say this too. When I let that lady who was eavesdropping stay, that's when everybody was like, okay, now I can come in. Yes. They start, it's like give an inch and they take a mile. Yeah. So I, I remember even being like, and now you have to go because nobody can be here. Like, <laughs> we've lost our privileges. You out. And then afterwards, I felt really um, called to hold on to my moonstone, which is a crystal. And it's very interesting because I've known all along that my guides really like crystals because it comes up in readings. Um, but I have a really hard time connecting with them unless they're in the raw state. And it's only been recently that I'm like connecting them and connecting to them and even bigger ways so it's interesting to pick it up afterwards because my hand felt like weird Mm -hmm. it was very specific like that was necessary (sighs) 
I think I'm ready to get ready to channel. Okay, I'm ready for you to get ready. Okay, so while I get ready, do you want to share a scary story? Well, let me share a little bit about the importance of like cleansing, since that's kind of what we went through. And I'll talk about it through uh, my experience with paranormal in my own environment. Okay, perfect. I can't wait to hear it. So if you've ever seen like any ghost show or like any kind of ghost hunters, a lot of times they talk about like cleansing and how you could use like holy water or sage. And that's what helps get your environment safe. And I was under the impression that it was like a one and done. Like I had to burn the sage and then it was gone. All of those things that were scaring me wouldn't be in my home anymore. So we were living in Arlington at the time and we had just had a very scary instance where while we were living in Arlington, my roommate had been very sick. He had like almost been bedridden just with how ill he was. And we shared a bedroom because I was student teaching at the time and made zero income. So we were living it real cheap. So to walk from the back door to the bedroom, you had to pass a huge mirror hanging on the wall that faced into the living room. And then you continue down the hallway into the bedroom. So he had gotten up and gone outside to get some fresh air and was walking back inside. And this is late in the middle of the night. And if you don't know me, I'm not a night owl. So I'm usually in bed by like 10 o'clock if, um, if it's like late. So he's walking through the living room and happens to glance in the mirror. And in the mirror, he sees a reflection of me sitting on the couch. And I've got my hair down and I'm wearing a white sweater and I'm sitting and he like walks by. He's like, that was weird, but he's like half asleep. So he's like, not really sure what he saw and walks in the bedroom and sees me lying in bed. And so he's like, that's impossible. So walks back out to the living room, completely empty and immediately has to throw up, is violently ill. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Were you, was that reflection wearing a white sweater and a green shirt? You know, I don't know. He's never told me. He said my hair was down and I was wearing a white sweater. He said that like the white was really important for him to remember. It's just really interesting to me because I have a picture of us sitting on my couch when you came to visit one time and that is the top and the shirt that you were wearing and your hair was down and it was like this length yeah that was about he said it was like about past my shoulders that's interesting. interesting that is crazy interesting so yeah he was very sick from that it was super spooky and after that he we cleansed the whole house because we were like I can't deal with that like that's too much so uh he actually had he has a a, an aunt a great aunt actually who was very spiritually connected and she called him and was like hey what's going on I had a dream about you and that's when he was like okay things are not going great and she told him to cleanse the house use holy water because she's very deep in 
Catholicism. And so we, we did the works. I mean, I got stage, I got holy water and we just went around and I hit every single corner, every single mirror, every single window. I was so thorough because I was sure that that would be the end of our problems. And, you know, we went through the process and everything did feel really great for about a week. And then slowly things started to happen again where you would hear footsteps in the hallway or really crazy things would happen. Like the ceiling fan fell out of the ceiling and was only hanging by like one wire. And it was just like chaotic. And I couldn't understand like, how is this still happening? And it wasn't until much later when we had already left that horrible environment and gotten our own space. And we were having these instances occur where I realized like, it's not a one and done. It is, especially when you're somebody who's spiritually connected, it's an open door, it's a revolving door. So you have to continually lay those boundaries in whichever way you see comfortable. And it doesn't have to be a big production. It could be as simple as just speaking it out loud. It can be burning any kind of herb, incense, all of that works great. So make sure you keep that in mind. If you're experiencing any type of uncomfortable feelings, any type of bad vibes, even if you've just cleansed or you've had somebody come and cleanse your space, it never hurts to be firm and lay your boundaries and let everything and everyone know that this is your safe space and this is how you want it to feel. So yeah, do not recommend mirror people. Oh man, that story is so creepy to me. And I don't know why we are barely making the connection about that picture and the outfit. That seems so intentional. I'm going to have to do some diving into that, I feel like. Yeah. I'm going to pull a tarot card. Hold on. Please hold as I shuffle my deck. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to start this because they're already starting to talk. Are we ready? I'm ready. I can't wait. Thank you for gathering us here today to speak to mankind. It feels like they're deciding who's going to talk, so it might be quiet for a minute. There's a lot to address. Cleanliness is at the top of the list. We're in a space right now that you humans like to call spring cleaning. What you may not realize is how much energy is affected by this. Cleaning your homes, your space, your energy, It's important, it allows things to flow in, to move in the direction that it's meant for. You probably can't hear this, but the wind is picking up. This is your invitation to clean, clean your space, your soul. Allow those things to flow in. Allow yourself to release 
and release again. The negative energy, the stagnant energy. It's time for something new to be born. A new mankind. But it's not gonna be so drastic. It probably won't even happen in your lifetime. But the steps you're making now, the directions that you go, the connections that you make, they're, my, they're making impacts on the here and the now, on the future, on the present, in this moment. These are the choices that lead you to greatness, that lead us to greatness. It's important to look at the bigger picture. The smaller steps tend to fall in place, but you should plan. Plan to be who you want to be. Plan to receive what you want to receive. Plan to make the choices that bring you to your successes and your goals. We are proud of you. We are proud of the steps that you're taking now. We are proud of the choices that you're making now. We just ask that you make them more. Our goal and our mission is to bring mankind together to work as one, to have a safe, stable community that not only honors one another, but also Mother Nature, the universe, the stars. Even if you do not believe in us, we will always believe in you. We will guide you, carry you, lift you when you fall. When you pray to us, we listen. When you ask us to speak, we try. But if you are not open to receiving our messages, we cannot deliver them. So we wait. We wait. Do you have any more questions? You are making the right choices. You are going in the right direction. You need to have faith in yourself. You have to stop relying on, on others to have the faith for you. Because while they do lift you up and they help move you through, you are the driving force. You are the one who chooses that success. Choose to make it happen. You choose to work through the problems, the hardships. You make those choices. And it is important to continue bal balancing mind, body, soul, inspiration, 
Inspiration is all around you. Be inspired to learn, to grow. Be inspired to receive, to move your body, to allow that energy to flow from your neck down. Your body is important. Take care of it. Treat it with kindness, for that is the shell of your soul. And we want to protect your soul, for it lives forever and ever. One of my guides said, amen. <laughs> Thank you for having us here. Thank you for receiving these messages. You can look for us in the stars and the trees all around you within your journaling. You can find us here. We love you. Thank you. And we're back. That was so beautiful. Like, ugh. And it's like, I'm, I know it resonated with so many people, but it feels so deeply personal and relatable. Like, oh, that's gorgeous. Did you ask a question? No, why? Well, I, I almost did. It's almost as if I was thinking it. And then you like immediately answered it. Like I didn't even have to say it out loud. I heard myself think it. <laughs> I was going to be like, what do we need to focus on to achieve this next level of like clarity and calm and you were like talking about the physical and how you take care of your you know your body and how it's a shell for your soul and your soul's what's eternal so make sure that you're taking care of yourself and also oh I have been so drawn and ready for some stargazing and I love that it ended with them saying like look for us in the stars oh my god I remember saying that too and I was like that is so beautiful and it's I got the gorgeous. most beautiful image yes gorgeous I am ready to like hit the like super there's a uh, Marfa Texas if you've never heard of it it's not too far from where I am in West Texas and it is so dark out at the like observatory for the Marfa lights and you can see the Milky Way and you can see all of the stars. And like, I now I know I need to hit that up. Time for the awkward pause. I was trying to light my sage real quick just to make sure I was closing that circle because I totally forgot to do it earlier. <coughs> uh, there is somebody behind you. Yeah, but it doesn't feel bad. But maybe just clean, clear your space just real quick. Oh no, I can't even hear you. <laughs> okay, if there's anybody in my space outside of my guides and my spiritual team, you must leave this space because this space is only open to those who are on our spiritual team our guides to create a happy warm and healthy environment so you are not able to be here you need to cross to the light vacate the premises 
and allow only the light and love to remain. That feels good. Yeah, while you did that, I boosted it to go for all the listeners too. So your space should be feeling pretty good right now as well. Mm, roses. You could pick up roses, pink rose petals. What? Pink rose. I don't know. That that's just what I'm seeing. Pink rose petals. That's so interesting. I've been getting um. That makes me think of a couple things. First of all, my pink lady blend, which is what I was going to smoke to get ready. And I just didn't have time to go get it. But also there's this family that um, has gotten a few mediumship readings from me. And every time the words pink roses come through, like pink roses come through. Interesting. I wonder if that's related to whoever was here. I just see pink rose petals, like a lot of them. That's pretty. Definitely not who I was talking about. Man, that's beautiful. It feels good. It does. Oh, man, my head is killing me. That channeling. Okay. I I could tell when Brian was talking. That is so cool. So for those of you who don't know, I have an alien on my spirit team. He is a reptilian, and I call him Brian because i don't know (laughs) i just thought it would be so funny to name this not name but we were just wondering what his name was and i thought it'd be funny if it was something like brian because he's just this big lizard dude like (laughs) huge yeah like a bouncer but i could i could tell when he was talking he's the one who was saying um their goal is to bring mankind together that's beautiful yeah and then I don't know what he said after that but I was like oh this is Brian like I could feel his energy step up there's a lot of important messages I feel like that came from that a lot of it is focused on like kind of like what we were talking about before we started recording the podcast I I don't know about everyone else but I can at least personally say the first three months of this year have been very chaotic with a lot of like unexpected twists and turns and problems and it's felt very much like slipping on like iced sidewalk and I finally feel like we're reaching the grass and we can kind of get our footing and start to feel a routine so it's a really good time to start putting in some routines in place that are going to make you feel good like I'm about to start going to the gym again and even just like walking on a treadmill I know that feels good for me I'm going to try to start drinking more water things that I know are going to help me feel better. And I feel like it's a good time to start focusing on those things now. That is exactly where I, that's funny because that's been what, that's what's been coming up in my readings, first of all. And also that's why I'm at to you. Like I'm trying to implement more water, more fresh food. I'm trying to stop eating snack cakes. I'm trying to stop binge eating at night. That's like my biggest issue. That's so hard. When are you going to go to the gym tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to try to hit it up in the morning. I just like walk on the treadmill as long as my back is cooperating. What time are you going? I'm going to try to go at like five. Okay. Do you want to be accountability buddies? That sounds perfection. I'll Snapchat you. Uh, We'll keep that streak alive. Yes. If you want to be a part of our accountability buddies, Send me a message and I'll send you my Snapchat name. 
because I don't yes. know off the top of my head. I think it's Katie. You're a great account. Kate. Your guess is as good as mine on them. I don't even know my Snapchat name. I didn't mean to interrupt you. What were you saying? I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you're a great accountability buddy. Oh my God. So if someone's looking for one, you're perfect for that. Well, I don't know if that's true, but I need one. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's we all know the Libra people pleaser in us loves when there's an added person in there that you don't want to disappoint so yes ma'am so send me that <laughs> message you can send it on my personal instagram at kate.the.brave or ours which is at t and tarot the, the podcast is it i think it's t and tarot podcast you know what go to my original one and then there will be a link right there that's right <laughs> we're just humans okay if we haven't made that abundantly clear by now on next week's episode we're going to talk about the high tea event because it's this freaking saturday i'm so pumped it's gonna be unreal do you know if you get to go i don't yet but i should know by tomorrow Please, universe, please, spirit guides, please, 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 please make it yes, happen. Yes, yes. Please, please, please. We will dance for you. We will sing for you. <laughs> Whatever you desire. Yeah, to an extent. No, mm, depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cheesehead, I guess I'll let you go. Oh, thank you for another beautiful opportunity to come together and just talk about stuff that makes me happy. It really has gotten me ready for the week. I'm excited. I feel like this was a really good episode and I'm excited to listen back and see what the channel message was because I feel like there's one that was in there specifically for me. It's a good one. I can't wait for you to hear it and then get back to me. Good night, everybody. Goodbye.